Hey listeners, it's Quentin here. Just want to give you guys two pieces of notes before we start the podcast. The first one is my audio is louder than normal. I don't know how that happened, considering I haven't touched those settings in about two years or so. But, you know, it seems a bit louder than normal this episode, so I want to give you guys a heads up. And the second piece of note is this was recorded, I believe, three hours before they announced Dune 2. So obviously in this recording, we did not... No bad information. Just want to give you guys a heads up and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Pop Topic. We are here to discuss all the latest news and trends, mostly regarding film, for the last week of October. And to help break down all of the latest news, we have our co-host Tristan. How are you doing today? Doing good, man. Doing good. How are you? I am doing well. Did you say doing good or doing good? Oh, I wasn't quite that funny. Okay, that's fair. But yeah, no, it's been a it's been a good time. We haven't actually done a legit pop topic episode for quite a few weeks because we did the the 100 episode special where uh, spoiler you came out victorious against the well dog. So there you go. There's n- never any doubt. <laughs> yeah well i started getting a little down near the end there welling was uh he, he was a, he was on a steamroll there he was he was tougher competition than i expected yeah no for sure for sure he's definitely tougher competition than i was expecting yeah he, he killed it there yeah he knows his movies he's a wealth of knowledge <laughs> yeah that's true so anyways uh it's been a few weeks since we've done you know just the two of us sitting down here anything new with you over the month of october not too much new really been doing what I normally do, watching movies and that kind of stuff. Saw Dune last night in theaters. There you go. That's exciting. Uh, anything yeah. fun planned for the weekend or for uh, Halloween? For Halloween? Um, just chilling at home mostly. I'm going to a work party the, day, the night before Halloween, so that's exciting. And then, you know, just chilling after that. And you work at a car dealership, so for the Halloween party at work, do you just all dress up as different brands of cars? Yeah, exactly. I'm or, going as Rolls Royce. Nice. Or do you dress up as characters from the movie Cars, you know, the, the fantastic film? Oh, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should yeah, quickly... Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, whoever's Lightning McQueen, you know, they, they got to work on the wow. And that, That's even more important. That's true. That is pretty important. I don't know about you when you're driving, but when I drive with Andrea and I'm about to make a turn, I like to sometimes go, hey, Andrea, what does Lightning McQueen always say? And she goes, don't do it, don't do it. I go, ka-chow, and I make a sharp turn. Yeah, Classic. I, you, I've been in the car when you've done that before. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely, oh, I've <laughs> done it with you. Yeah, yeah, I still do it. It's classic. Right. <laughs> not when you're in the passage. <laughs> Never <laughs> gets are wild. They are not safe in any way. Yeah, no, I, I do, yeah, well, you know, I gotta do the proper Kachow turn. You want me to make some weak turn and not represent the McQueen name? I'd rather you just not do it at all. <laughs> well, well, see, you gotta live on the edge a little bit, Tristan. That's the fun when you're an adult. You can make the Kachow turn. That's the fun. Yeah. So, anyways, you saw Dune this weekend. I saw it as well, and it just came out uh, a few days ago. It's, it's a brand new film, well, at least for us in North America. Those that live in Europe have seen this for about a month already, so it's not much news for them. But what was your thoughts on the, the movie? I really, really enjoyed it. I, I absolutely loved it. What did you think? I didn't love it, but uh, I want to rewatch it because I... Got tickets for the middle of the theater. I was stoked. Um, and then, you know, some complications happened, and I ended up sitting on the very front row on the far right. I think the worst seat oh, in the entire God, theater. I w- I, to say the least, I was very, very upset at that night. I wasn't able to get the seats that I bought for. So, yeah, uh, you know, I didn't love it, but it was probably more so due to that. I'm aware of that. So I, I do want to rewatch it. I I'll probably just watch it from home at this point. I'm not going to pay to watch it twice in the theater. But, uh, you know, it's, it's on HBO Max, so I'll watch it here at home probably later this week because I do want to revisit the movie. But from, you know, uh, for the most part, I still liked the movie. The, the movie's fine. I'm sure I'll enjoy it a lot more on the second watch. But, like, I still got to appreciate the score and the performances were still really great. So, yeah, definitely, definitely a great film. Or, you know, definitely a film at least. 
I I don't know what you talk about not being a great film. I loved it. I thought it was for sure a great film. I really really enjoyed it. It's most definitely a part one. Yeah. I think that's where probably most, if not all, the criticism comes from. Is it by no means tells a full story. There is no ending. There's not really even a middle. It's just a beginning, right? But it's yeah. really, really good. Yeah, and I didn't know that going in, which I think is good for most people to know going in that this is just a part one. Because it's definitely not a complete story. It's very much the, they're setting up the groundwork of a hero's journey. And we don't necessarily get to see the middle part or definitely not the ending of that hero's journey. So, you know, it's great groundwork that they set up here and it's good to know that going in. I knew months ago that it was a uh, part one. Yeah. So, um, I went with the well dog and he, he got to still get his seats. He got there on time. I, I was about five minutes late, but he didn't realize it was a part one. So after the movie was finished, he kind of walked out going, Oh, I thought this was going to be a whole movie. I, I didn't realize I was just seeing timothy chalamet begin his journey i do think that on more of the posters and trailers they should put dune part one like at the very beginning of the movie it says dune once they open the credits it says dune and it goes part one underneath right. i think they should have had that part one underneath on a lot more of the posters and trailers yeah they didn't have that at all and, and i'm not even a fan of the part one part two because uh, it gives that like stigma of yeah we're just watching half a movie right but like maybe at least do what Lord of the Rings did and have like a little tagline under each one to make it more clear that this isn't a whole movie. I could do something like that because I do think this one, there does feel reminiscent of Fellowship of the Rings to me. It feels um, very, very similar to that. Yeah. 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 And, I, I mean, I mean, that that it's a good comparison to be in. I mean, that was a very much beloved move, sort of a, a very successful franchise. Yeah, I would very much compare this to Fellowship of the Ring. I haven't seen the rest of the Lord of the Rings still. I've only seen Fellowship of the Ring, and now I've only seen Dune Part 1. And both of them, I, especially like that last shot, like a lot of the way that it ends and it just sets up the next movie uh, feels very similar. So yeah, I think that's that's a fair comparison. I've even said to people that this is Lord of the Rings in a desert. Like that's what that this feels like. In a space desert, though. That's true. That is true. I don't know if we want to... Well, we could talk about who like our favorites were without getting into specifics. Um, I guess my favorite character would probably be the worm. I thought the worm was really cool. The worm? Of all the great performances, you picked the worm? I liked the worm, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he was still pretty cool. Uh, even though I, I had to look straight up to look at him uh, from where I was sitting, uh, he looked pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I, the worm was very cool. Yeah. Uh, I thought all the special effects in this movie looked really good. I probably didn't enjoy it as much visually because of where I was sitting, but man, that that first scene with the worm uh, was probably one of my favorite scenes. Uh, really fun stuff. But yeah. I, yeah, I guess we can talk about the human performances, the real meat of the bone here, Tristan. Uh, which ones were standouts for you? Uh, well, Timothy Chalamet for sure was a standout. I think that this is was definitely, uh, you know... A star making performance here if he wasn't already uh you know a household name yeah i think this was definitely shoots him into that stratosphere you know this feels like a a marquee performance for him i thought that he did phenomenal in this one and this is a huge role for him i love it and then right after this is his next movie fall oh no there's a uh another one this year right with french dispatch yeah yeah he's doing french dispatch uh, which we'll get to later in the podcast but uh yeah he will be starring with francis mcdormand for uh for part of the film so that'll be good. But yeah, that, that's not super, uh, you know, uh, uh, audience-driven uh, yeah, film there. Yeah, that's not quite the blockbuster. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would say, uh, I think between Dune and Dune 2, because I think it's going to take him years to make the second one since they haven't even started yet, I think the next movie he would be in is the the new Willy Wonka movie. Yeah, that'll be his next big blockbuster for sure. It's going to be his Willy Wonka movie. Yeah, and I think... You know, he well, he looks great in the photos I've seen of him in that outfit. Plus, he is really great in Dune. He's one of my standouts as well. I have two that I really want to emphasize, and he is one of them. And I think this is kind of, I think we're in the decade of Chalamet. I think he has this. I think I have faith in Willy Wonka, and I just have faith in him as an actor uh, to be in these. I don't think he's made a bad project. There's ones that aren't my thing. I could still look at that and acknowledge it as a good film. He seems to not really miss. So I have, I have a lot of faith in Chalamet and I think it's finally 
time for the audiences of the theaters to start noticing him. And this was really his first one. Yeah, for sure. And I think, as you mentioned, he hasn't really made a bad movie yet. But I think an even more notable fact is in every movie he's made, he's always the knockout performance. He's always the best part of every movie he's made. Or at, uh, least, at least one of them. Exactly. Yeah, at least one of them. Or at like, least one of the, you know, one yeah. of the stand-up performers, or, you know. Like, the, with Dune here, he's, there's been a lot of great performance in this movie, but his is, is probably the most notable to me. Yeah, I would say Little Woman, he's probably my third favorite performance, but he's still, he's still very good. Yeah, that's just that whole movie had lots of really great performances. Yeah. Florence Pugh has done nothing but blow me away and everything she's done. She's literally been the best performance in every film she has been in for me. So, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to go toe-to-toe with her. Um, it's funny that we mentioned Pugh. I think those two really, especially because they've both gotten into the blockbusters this year, I think due to their age and due to how great they are, like they really do blow away the audiences in every film they're in. I think keep an eye out for those two in this decade. I think they're going to absolutely steamroll. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of really, really fantastic performances from them. It's almost like a uh, Timothy Chalamet is almost comparable to like a young Leonardo, you know, back in the yeah the Titanic days, leaning into Casper Buchanan and all those. It really does feel like Dune. I'm not saying it's the Titanic, but like it's the Titanic performance for him that Leonardo had. Where I think this is finally where the audience is going to love him in, and then he's going to start doing a lot of these other big performance-based works, and people are going to start tuning in to those because of Dune, similar to DiCaprio with Titanic. I do think uh, he's finally gotten some attention, and any movie he's in now, even if it's a smaller one, I think people might uh, start tuning in to. He's most definitely going to become a household name from here on out. Yeah, which, you know, uh, Chalamet, it's a pretty catchy name. Uh, you know, he's got that going for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but who else was a standout? I think my second one for me, for sure, is Jason Momoa. Yeah. Um, I was Jason shocked Momoa's with that one. I uh, Going in, I was very excited to see Chalamet. I, I've seen him in everything so far, and he's really great. Um, and Momoa, I, I, I haven't seen Aquaman. And some of the other movies, I've seen him. He's He's fine. But he was really great in this. Like, he was really, really fun. Uh, and I was blown away by him. I was just so enamored with his... He's so charismatic and charming and fun uh, and badass at scenes. A uh, really, really fun character as well. Yeah, he was really... I really liked him. I like I liked a lot of the supporting cast in here, yeah. though. I thought Josh Brolin did really great as a military general guy. I really liked his performance. I like the uh, the one who plays Timothy's mom. Her name's escaping me right now, though. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, she's probably one of the least known names on the board here, but she was really great, too. Yeah, I thought she, she really crushed her performance. Oscar Isaac, he was great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Zendaya, though. I, I think... Oh, we don't want too much into spoilers, though, right? Oh, we can do, like, a little spoiler section if you want. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want to... I don't want to spoil this movie for people. They must definitely just go watch this one. I went in there knowing nothing about this. I've never seen the original. I for sure haven't read any of the books or nothing like that. Yeah. I never really watched any of the trailers for this movie. So I went in there pretty, pretty blind. And I, I think that seems maybe not the best way to go in, but it was definitely an enjoyable way to go in. How would you go in? Did you see the original film? No, no, I went in blind. I do want to, it actually makes me want to watch the original now just because the original has both parts in it. So I, like, I just want to know, like, what the overall story is because i feel like i'm kind of left empty right now and i don't even know if there's going to be a second one being made so at, at least until yeah, it's confirmed i'm the opposite clinton I, I don't want to watch the original until after i watch the second part i don't want to spoil the ending for me right but i don't I'm even so know if there is a yeah. the story ends. Well, i don't even know if there is a second part so uh, maybe i'll Look, wait this thing made over 40 million dollars domestically in this opening weekend during a pandemic they're getting a the second one man especially with how much danny villain wants to do it and the yeah. whole cast of crew teams on board for it I think they're making a second one. I think they will, too. And once again, uh, the reason why I got stuck on the you know the worst seat in the theater is because the theater was packed. Uh, this is the first packed theater I've ever been to since the pandemic. Yeah, it wasn't super packed for me, but I went in the afternoon. I went for, for a matinee show, and I believe that's most likely okay. why. Yeah. Yeah, I um, went opening night. Yeah, yeah, and I went opening night. I went to one of the smaller theaters because I thought it would be less busy. Um, like, I didn't go to the IMAX or something. I went to, went to a smaller Cineplex theater. 
Uh, so I thought it would have been a little less busy, but it was still packed. Uh, it was still opening night, so I guess that makes sense. Um, but yeah, yeah I, that's, that's, why. that's why I got stuck in the worst seat in the theater because it was at, like, completely filled. There's nowhere else I could have sat. Um, so, you know, unfortunate for me, but for the uh, for the long-term play for Dune, uh, great news. I think, yeah, I feel pretty confident it should get the sequel. Um but, you know, I really hope there's a me. sequel. I want to see how the story ends. I do too. The, 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 big, the big drawback on this film, the big, you know, the reason why it won't be like, you know, an A-plus film for a lot of people is because it's only half a story. Yeah. It doesn't finish. I think there's very little else to knock about the rest of it, right? I think the world building was fantastic. The performances were great. It looked phenomenal. The score was, you know, knocked out of the park. There's very little else to complain except for the fact that it's it's barely even half a story. So I, we need a second one in order to finish it and justify this first film existing. I think once we get both halves and you can watch it as like a full five-hour film if you're ridiculous like that, you know, like Zack Snyder's Justice League or whatever, and then it'll feel much more deserved. And then I think it will feel like the, a real knockout film that I believe it is as it is, but even more so once it's finished. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I think the people that are really giving this uh, 10 out of 10 or whatever score, arbitrary score they're giving movies, I'm sure the people that are giving it the maximum score are the ones that have already read the book and just are just so satisfied with how everything has been set up so far. Because I've been told that it's a pretty, pretty reliant on the book. Like, obviously, Villeneuve, uh, he said so himself that this was his passion project. He, I believe, read the book when he was 14. It's his favorite book ever. And he was going into filmmaking wanting to make a Dune movie. And so for all these other movies he's been making, it's been leading up to him getting the rights to make this. So it makes sense that this is very, very uh, connected to the book. It seems very, very similar. Yeah. And I, like, what did you, you know, how much did you love it? Like, well, you haven't really given your opinion on it too much. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't love it. Um, but I, like, I, I enjoyed it. I wasn't bored by it. What, one thing I will say is I was shocked at how fast it went because this is a t over two and a half hours long. It's a very long movie. And I remember when it was over, I was kind of taken aback. I thought we had at least another 30, 45 minutes to go. I, it did seem to go by a lot faster than I thought it was going to go. So to that standard... I enjoyed the ride. I enjoyed the experience. You do get immersed in this world, but yeah, I, I just, I, you know, I feel like it is very clearly just half a story. I didn't really see anyone's arc get completed here, you know, except for some of the characters that don't make it through the whole ride. But I thought for the most part, I liked it, but I didn't love it. I'm hoping to like it more on a rewatch. Now that I know that there really is no, I knew it was a part one, but like, they really do just like cut abruptly. Like there's no like satisfying end moment, like no fight scene or something crazy. Uh, it's very much ends on its own. So I, you know, I think on a rewatch, I might appreciate it more. And you know, um, maybe once I have better seats, I might appreciate it more. So I, I liked it. I liked the characters, but yeah, I wouldn't say I loved it. I, it definitely seems like you enjoyed it or more than me. Yeah, I do think because the seats, because it's such a cinematic experience. The yeah. visuals in this movie are so good. And same, same with the score, and they go together. So uh, every shot in this movie is absolutely gorgeous. And so seeing it in move, in the theater, I think, is, is for sure the way to experience it, at least for the first time. I, I, I think it's, if you can, if you're able to go to a theater to watch it, that's what's definitely the way to watch it. It's so good in the cinema with the big speakers and the big screen. I agree. I think that was definitely a part of it because there's definitely scenes where I was like, you know, I'm sure this looks great, but like it doesn't look that great from here. Like, you know, this is just kind of how it was. But uh, I got to hear the score pretty well, and the score is amazing. Uh, best score I think I've heard in a while. It is a really good score. So it's definitely winning that for the Oscars. That's no question. Oh, yeah. It, it, I think this is going to be nominated for quite a few Oscars. I think it's going to win a lot of the technical ones this year. I think so too. Yeah, I think this is really the big technical giant coming in, uh, and I, and I think it should. Uh, even though I couldn't really see it visually as great as I probably would want to, I could still tell the production design is fantastic. Uh, you know, just the, just the cinematography is great. There is a lot going in for this film, and you know, uh, for good reason. I am excited to watch the second one. It is a good movie. Anything else you want to say, Tristan? Uh, do you want to do like a quick two-minute spoiler section, or do you think you got everything off your chest? 
I think we said most of what needed to be said. I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. There's um, very much one scene that I loved. Uh, but you know what? We can always just discuss that when we uh, eventually come to the uh, 2021 ranking, Tristan. I'm sure we'll talk about yeah. it then. And this is for sure going to be on there. Yeah. If it doesn't make it in the top 20, I'll add to my list. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's kind of how I was for some of the movies, too. Um, but they have made the top uh Yeah. Top Free 20. Guy was another one I was like, that one. So. So that's made it no joke that was me with godzilla v kong i was like if that's not making oh, it absolutely. yeah i'm putting that bad boy in <laughs> some movies just need to be discussed man <laughs> yeah we really gotta uh, yeah dive into the depths of kong's story arc yeah there's a lot of layers in that. yeah so uh something else uh you know this has been a pretty big week for dune i feel like everybody's been talking about dune lately but uh, another thing that people have really been talking about is squid game have you seen that show tristan on netflix i have seen squid game okay i assumed so i i was like i, I don't I, you know when i'm on netflix I, it doesn't say anyone's watching it right now but i imagine tristan is checking it out because it seems exactly oh, yeah, up your I alley it on my own my own account thingy man. gotcha I, i'm not on the adult one anymore on my own and, but yeah i for sure seen it i took it i was i held off for a while but i eventually got like, ah, whatever i'll watch and it's pretty good it's quite good yeah yeah, no, I, I really liked it. I put it off for like a few days because, you know, I'm not a big TV guy, but I sat down and watched it all in one weekend, mostly just because I feel like for me and you, this is our kind of thing. I feel like we like Hunger Games. We like we, Survivor. I, exactly. Yeah. It was definitely our sort of thing. Yeah. I love those sort of, you know. People get eliminated. Uh, in, things in like, that people get eliminated. I just yeah. like seeing people lose and yeah. other people continue uh, I yeah, like, yeah, I like seeing losers. They're fun. Yeah, I like to see people cry and crush their dreams. Exactly. So, yeah, we're very much into reality shows like Survivor and Big Brother. We both grew up loving the Hunger Game films. Uh, so it just seems like our kind of thing. I know definitely was. I think uh, this was really fun. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do season two. I imagine they will just based on success, but I don't know what it's really going to be about. But for the miniseries that we got right now for the show... Uh, really fun. I feel like there's not much we can say that hasn't already been said, but uh, what was your favorite, like, games? For those that don't know, it's based off of six different childhood games where if you win, you move on to the next game in an attempt to win a bunch of money since all these people are struggling financially, but if you lose, you end up dying. So, uh, obviously, there's six childhood games. I think we know, like, three or four of them. Uh, the other two are more, uh, <laughs> you know, from across the sea. But for the games, uh, just for how it presented on the show, which ones would be your favorite? I really, this is probably the most basic and generic yeah. answer. But I like Marbles. I think the Marbles was one of my favorite. Yeah, I think Marbles and Red Light, Green Light are like the two obvious uh, yeah. best ones. They, they really were the best. They, they most definitely were the most fun and most entertaining. Yeah, it, just because the first one, Red Light, Green Light, is just so... It sets up this game so well, like the, the whole show idea. I was glad it was in the first episode because it was like right on the end. I was getting a little nervous what we weren't even going to see a game, but it was it was really fun. And then Marbles is obviously just as a whole the best episode because of all the things that happen. So, you know, that makes sense. What would be your least favorite game? I feel like I have a bit of a hot take. I'm not a huge fan of the tug of war one. I feel like that was kind of like 10 minutes long. I just did not feel like, it, like it's a fun idea but i don't feel like it worked well on the show like it was just like they pulled on a rope cut of them pulling cut of them pulling and then they lost like okay nothing really happened I thought, I thought that was cool enough i didn't really like the jumping on the glass one it's not a game yeah it's it's kind of the opposite we're like yeah it's not really a childhood game and it's kind of unfair like 16 people like obviously just like the last four are gonna win like it's not really much like it's not very fair, good chance. As soon as the game is on, okay, the first 10 people in that row, they're done. Like, like there's nothing they can do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it doesn't feel and like it had much of a chance. Was, they're all childhood games, but this one wasn't. I mean, it looked cool and all, but it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't a game. Yeah, it was kind it was of the opposite of Tug of War. Yeah, it was very much the opposite of Tug of War, where uh, visually it looked cool and like Tug of War, yeah. but like the game setup and like the whole premise kind of falls flat yeah you know the, 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 yeah i'd agree those are probably the two weakest for me at least or the very last game uh because it's not really a game 
But uh, they never are. I knew that was the way it was going to be. It's always that kind of way of the last ones of those sort of things. Like the last Christmas and four Christmases. It didn't really count. Yeah, I thought it was going to be something like the prisoner's dilemma. Uh, where there's going to be like the two of them having to see who's going to turn on each other. I don't know. It's something like that where it's more like... I was thinking that, but then I yeah. realized, wait, of course it's going to be... The, the squid, squid game. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. cleaned it the first episode and the whole show's named after, but we've never seen it since. It's going to be the last game for sure. Right, right. Um, and, and something that uh, is funny is they have all the games on the walls. And I noticed it by like, I think Tug of War. So I knew what the last three games were just because they were on the walls. They showed it. I never see. I never noticed that. I learned about that afterwards. I never noticed. Them. I picked up on it pretty quickly, but I like how they set it up um, because they have the beds blocking the walls, so uh, you don't actually really notice it at the beginning. It, it was a cool use of the production design to hide it. Uh, I liked that. Yeah, yeah, it was I, good. I like the whole setup of where they were. It looked like a high school gymnasium. Yeah, really, really smart. Yeah, a lot of the set is really cool. I love the colored staircase. It's just a really odd and creepy design uh but also beautiful and then all the games like they were like massive in scale so they feel like kids almost uh really cool a really fun yeah. really fun show everyone's already seen it already so we're not breaking new ground here no we're not spoiling nothing yeah yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, we, yeah we can talk about who like the twist is and the hero and the winner yeah none of that matters everyone's seen it who's your like favorite character did you have one no, I mean, I like most of the main cast, really. Yeah, yeah. Uh, particularly, like, the... Uh, I like the main guy, the old guy, and then the North Korean woman. Those are probably, like, my three favorite. Yeah, I didn't really like the main guy. I felt like he was too stupid for me to root for him. But, like, he's fine. I, I like the old guy. Uh, and I also really liked Ali. Man, Ali was just so fucking pure. I love that oh, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, that's why, I like, the Marvels hit me real hard. Because, uh, I mean, I was, I was Team Ali oh. all the way. Yeah, the Marvels was a rough one. Yeah, like, it, it, I think the entire time I was rooting for Ali, like, I, I knew this guy wasn't going to make it too long because he's just the perfect, gullible, nice guy. Um, but still, that was still too soon for me. I I really liked that guy. And it was heartless, too. Yeah, it was, it was true evil. Yeah, how dare they? Um, but yeah, a uh, very fun show. Uh, look at that, another win for Netflix. Uh, they're, they're killing it here. They, they got the algorithm working for them. They really do. Yeah, and like, is Korean hot right now with Parasite winning Best Picture and now Squid Game? Like, are we going to start seeing more? And BTS blowing up. K-pop's huge. Yeah, like, are we going to be seeing more streaming services or more studios pushing for Korean film? Uh, I think so. I, I think Korean culture has kind of come the same way Japanese culture has, right? With With anime and all that kind of stuff blowing up, too. I think that's sort of, you know, Korean, Japanese culture. They're, they're just blowing up here in, in the West. Yeah, which perfectly fine with me. I've seen a few Korean films yeah. uh, lately. And yeah, I I just like the style. Uh, it seems like it's more, like, like, it seems like they're less afraid to push, like, you know, like, like, like go, like go past the line of like, you know, the rules of filming. Like, I feel like they're, they're more, you know, I don't know if they would show that much blood and stuff that they had in Squid Game and like, an American take of Squid Game. I feel like uh, they're, they're a little yeah. bit more in your face. They're willing to make the audience feel uncomfortable. I agree. Yeah. I'm always down for that. I've been watching a lot of movies the last few, uh, like the last two weeks, I guess, uh, because of Squid Game. I watched the Battle Royale classic from like 2000, and I watched The Circle again, which me and you watched together for the first time and loved. I watched it with Andrea. She loved it. Uh, I've been watching a lot of movies like that. I'm watching the Belco experiment tomorrow. I'm watching. Oh yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I'm watching Funny Games today. I'm halfway through it, and then we started doing the podcast. That's a crazy film. All right, me and Hayden are going to watch that soon. Oh, Funny Games. Yeah, we he has on we have it on DVD. We're going to watch that soon. We just recently watched a. The second escape room, Tournament of Champions. Yes, I gotta watch that too. Yeah, I'm try I'm really in the mood, Tristan, to watch these kind of movies now because it's Squid I like, Game. I, I like those escape. I rooms. do too. I love I'm it. Down for more of those. Yeah, I, I love the people are in a game where they could die. Like you know, that's a simple genre. It's not really a love genre. It. Love I it. love that. It is a genre in my heart, and I absolutely love it. All yeah. those kind of movies. I think we've seen pretty much all of them except for funny games. I think Truth or Dare. There's a couple of Truth or Dare movies I haven't seen. Do you see the Battle Royale? What's that one? 
it's like the one that started it all. It's about a class of students. There's about 80 of them where they all get dropped on an island and they have to kill each other. And the last one that survives wins. It's called Battle Royale. It started it. Sure. I got a lot. When did that one come out? Uh, in the year 2000. Oh, that's not too old. That's, that's good. Yeah. So, so maybe it didn't start it, but it, I would say it popularized. It's uh, the one that apparently everyone kind of based off the genre for it. Well, it's probably what like Fortnite Battle Royale is named off of, right? It's why it's right. a Battle Royale genre. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, that's what I imagined started. Yeah, they kind of saw that one. Oh, that could definitely be a game. Uh, and it's, it's pretty fun. I think you would like it, Tristan. Yeah. Um, it's literally like a Japanese live action Fortnite. Um, well, that sounds fun. Yeah, where there's like, <laughs> where they can just find like loot. And yeah, it's very, very funny uh, to see that after Fortnite's become so popular. So yeah, I'm pretty much, yeah, I'm just in the mood of watching uh, people kill each other, Tristan. I don't know what that says about me, but yeah, <laughs> there you go. That's fair. I, I like watching people kill each other. Yeah. Um, here, here, I, I have a little bit of a story here, Tristan. It's going to okay. be a little bit of a rant, but they just announced Eternals, which kind of blows my mind here, is the number one film uh, for advanced tickets. It, uh, it's sold the most advanced tickets for first day release for the year i believe i beat it beat shang chi black widow and any other film that came out this year uh this is the one that got the most sales for advanced screening huh so I, I guess people are excited for this film um but you know what they don't you know what they don't have advanced tickets for tristan what? french dispatch which was supposed to come out this weekend well why are we why are they not releasing that movie why didn't it come out this weekend it was supposed to come out this weekend, and then Disney just didn't put it in any theater. So I guess it's not out this weekend. And then it's supposed to come out next weekend now. They, they said, oh, okay, uh, we decided to make it a limited release. We didn't tell you until now, but we, we decided we didn't really want to put it in any movie theaters. But next week it will be. And I pre-bought my Last Night in Soho tickets. I wanted to do a double feature, but there's no French dispatch. They're, they, they, they're not putting this in anything. They don't want us to watch it. Maybe it sucks. Yeah, maybe. I, 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 I guess that works. Works for me, I guess. I don't know what, like, you know, they, they clearly bought 20th Century Fox just to get X-Men, but they don't want to... And they got all this all the, extra yeah. stuff with yeah, it. Yeah, they, they, they looked at all the other movies they went, well, like, we just wanted Wolverine, guys. Like, I don't want this well, fucking shit. Well, they also just had Ron's Gone Wrong come out this weekend, so I'm surprised they scheduled for two movies going the same weekend anyways. Yeah, yeah, maybe they decided they didn't want is, is ron has gone wrong 20th century i didn't know that i don't know if it's 20th century but it's disney i it, uh, it's okay disney or okay i didn't realize no it was disney yeah yeah it's probably 20th century then okay i didn't realize that was under the disney umbrella now okay i thought that was its own thing no uh that they own that one classic yeah um yeah so yeah that, that must have been it maybe they realized they had two movies scheduled for the same day so they pushed and you know that the audience that wants to go see French Dismatch might be persuaded to not and go watch Ron's Gone Wrong instead. It's, yeah. it's a pretty similar target audience. You don't want to conflict those people and have them make a pick. Right. Right. So, uh, I also... I know, like, you wouldn't have been able to choose which one you would have gone to see. It would have been a tough choice. It would have been a tough choice. I, I would have actually went to see Dispatch instead of Dune, um, but because they lied to me and it wasn't released this week, I was like, fine, I, I guess. I was really excited to watch a movie on Friday. I guess I'll go see Dune. So that's how that worked for me. But maybe that was it as well. I know Villeneuve is a love director by like the Twitter fans for film and like Filmstagram and stuff. Uh, maybe they went, okay, we can't have a Wes Anderson and a Villeneuve film come out on this. I like, was we'll thinking that's back. pretty dangerous stuff. I like, yeah, Ron's Gone Wrong was a joke, but Dune would have completely washed out yeah. this bad, I think. Yeah, like I don't think French Dispatch has much chance to make that much money. I don't have any faith in it. I don't think Disney does either because they're not putting a fucking screen in my theater. But, uh, you know, it definitely would not have had a chance against Dune. Uh, what else is coming out next week besides Last Night in Soho? Is that its competition? Just those two? So that feels like pretty equal competition yeah. also like for the yeah. same general audience. Yeah, I imagine Last Night in Soho will still do better, but... Yeah, it Maybe seems... Maybe a little more equal. <laughs> well, that and Dune will still do great next weekend also. That's true. Yeah, Dune will still be there, unfortunately. Uh, but but that's what happens when they put all the good movies in the last two and a half months. Uh, this is what you get. Yeah, that, there's just so much great stuff coming. 
like September was kind of quiet, right? Why didn't they just push French Dispatch? Or sorry, yeah, yeah. French Dispatch to September. They should have um, put French Dispatch in September. It was you're right. There were a couple weeks there that were pretty empty. That French Dispatch, I think, would have done quite well. Yeah. Also, because the critics that have seen French Dispatch said it's fine. It's 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 it's, it's whatever. Like like it's it's good for. Wes Anderson fans and by the vibe that I got from it and I imagine Disney has as well I don't think it's going to get even nominated for any awards it's not really going to be a contender so just throw it in September like just give us what we want yeah I'm surprised it didn't drop in September yeah like it's not like it's gotten all this buzz as wow you got to see this film this that man the Oscars are going to love this uh no it's just you know it's just there just give it to us in September now it's kind of I feel like they're going to keep pushing it back they said it was going to be this week it wasn't. So they said it's going to be next week. It's the only movie not being sold tickets for right now for next week. So I, I have no idea what their plan is for it. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm a little peeved at Disney right now. Just give me the movie. I don't give a fuck where you put it. I just want to watch How it. How mad would you be if you log on to Disney Plus and there it is for premier access though? Oh, don't, oh man. When you first said on Disney Plus, like, fine, fine. I'll watch it. Just give it to me before November 12th when, uh, when my subscription's over for it. Uh, fine with me. But man, don't even joke. That would, ooh, they sold French Dispatch for thirty bucks. I'd lose my mind. That would be hilarious. Yeah, I would just watch it online though. I hope that happens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that that would man. I would be man. That would be a podcast on its own, Tris. When they make that announcement, that's gonna be thirty dollars premium access. I'm gonna call you up and say we're doing an emergency pod. I gotta talk about this shit. They will sell a grand total of three of those. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking that too. It's justifiable. The third, it, well, it's never justifiable. No. But paying like $20 or whatever to rent like a blockbuster is justifiable because you have like four or five people watching that movie. Right. All right. There are not four or five people in one household that want to watch The French Dispatch. No, there's not. Yeah. All like, right? even as a fan of. the most boring household in the world. All right. Like, kids and stuff aren't watching that with right. their parents. Like, people who are watching it are probably just watching it on their own, like, with, like, their significant other, and that's probably it. No, no, I agree, yeah. a whole big group of friends together to go watch French Dispatch. Right, like, even movies like Dune or Last Night in Soho, they're such spectacles, and they're going to be so epic that you could invite friends over to come watch it if you wanted to pay the 20 or, in Disney's case, $30. Uh, At least there's that. I'm not even going to call any of my buddies to watch French Dispatch. That is for me and my fiance. Uh, it's just like, a, you know, it's a very artsy, its own movie thing. It's not a crowd pleaser. So, no. Um, yeah, $30 would make no sense. You're right. I think of the entire world, they would make maybe 200 bucks. I think they could sell five of those bad boys. Yeah, they would make so little money. Well, <laughs> you got to think a lot of, both, the only ones who actually really buy it are like people who are like film critics and stuff. Right stuff people who need to do it for their job no one else is buying it like willingly. No. right i was so excited to watch it on friday and then i kept waiting i i think by like tuesday i knew man there's no tickets left for this this ain't happening uh just just give me the movie that's all that's all i'm saying disney i'm sure you're one of our four listeners uh, just give us the fucking movie that that's all i want yeah, if by next week, if or I guess we'll be here in two weeks. If by two weeks time, Tristan, if I haven't seen French Dispatch, I'm going to be pissed on that podcast. Um, because whoopee-doo, Eternals is the number one sold pre-sale ticket theater. Uh, but no, not... They, they can't sell one fucking ticket for French Dispatch. Cause, it's cause, only the number uh, one most sold because like, people couldn't buy the French Dispatch. That's right, that that's right. Exactly. Tristan gets if, it. If French Dispatch was out, Eternals wouldn't have even come like second place wouldn't even be top five get out of here not even close French dispatch would be number one at that point of course yeah but like also like here's the thing tristan is it a big deal that it says the top three of the year was eternals then chong shi and then black widow or maybe black widow and chong shi were reversed but it says that was the top three and eternals is at number one it like it sounds great to have that big title uh on your article here but is it that big of a deal? Because if you think about it, it's the number one because they put it in 10 fucking screens in every single theater. Like, it's like half of the screens are going to be that movie. So obviously it's going to be the most sold because uh, French Dispatch doesn't have a single screen. So the, when you say, oh, it's sold zero tickets, it sounds terrible. But that's because there wasn't a fucking option. Do you think it's because of how much of an option they give out to these screens? 
It could be. Like but Dune. I, like how many screens do they have for Dune? Like that's a huge film, right? Like if Dune had just as many screens as Eternals, do we think it would have done just as well? No. No, I, I don't think so either. But I do think that uh, it'd probably be close. I think Dune would probably make more if they did a month in advance too. Like this movie's not coming out for a few weeks. Yeah, it does feel early for this. I don't think Eternals are coming up for a while. Yeah, I think it's the second week of November, so it's still in three weeks' time. Uh, almost four weeks when this article was released. They just have the press screenings and stuff for it, though. Yeah, yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, exactly. They're, they're starting the conversation for it. So, yeah. Which, uh, which don't get me wrong. About it. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm excited for Eternals. Uh, like, uh, like, I do want to watch the movie, but, uh, you know, I feel like, whoop-dee-doo, you had a thousand screens for people to buy for like no wonder it got the most you're just butthurt that first i am butthurt i am butthurt tristan i am very upset right now that french dispatch still is i was promised uh october 22nd and it is past that date and i still have not seen it that's all i'm saying that's pretty disappointing um, yeah and plus bring up that if like the a movie i was excited for it's not like it got delayed it just didn't come out. It, it just didn't show up. Movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just didn't show up. It's like, does this happen normally? Like, it's, why is no one talking about how weird this is? It's odd, because I... <laughs> thank you. I feel like I'm, like, talking to an empty void here. It's so weird. Like, they didn't announce it, like, a week before. Actually, uh, it's, just, it's just a late a week. Uh, like, it'll come out. It just didn't drop. Like, it just didn't show up. I think this also shows how much people don't care about this movie, Quinton. This movie just dead ass. <laughs> didn't show up it just wasn't there the weekend it was promoted to be there yeah and no one no one knows about it no one's talking about it i found out now like days after we probably should have found out did you imagine if like dune just didn't show up right yeah i was gonna say yeah yeah same day like imagine if you show up to a party and you're yeah imagine you're like showing up to a club and you're told that there are these two big singers that are gonna be uh, on stage that night and you go there and one of them just didn't show up but no one really cares because they really just wanted that one other singer. Like, like that second singer doesn't really matter. I'm the one guy in the audience that's going, why the fuck did I show up then? Like, like why is this not here? Yeah. Why is no one talking about how the movie didn't show up? Yeah, I'm like elbow the guy beside me. I'm like, did you hear that uh, That French dispatch didn't show up here? And the guy's like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Dune's here. Shut up. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> like like i'm the only one that cares like it's not here i don't know what happened and then disney the day after on the 23rd they just made a half-ass explanation going ah that was a great limited release can't wait to see when it comes out for the full release next week i was like okay thanks disney thanks disney would love to know that like two weeks ago but that that's fine maybe you just missed it Maybe, yeah, maybe I just missed it. By limited release, it was in two art house theaters in all of Canada. Only two theaters in all of Canada had And you didn't, you didn't go? Uh, well, the, one was in Vancouver and one was in Toronto. So it was like on polar opposites of where I am. Well, Vancouver's only, you know, like eight hours away. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I should have committed. I should have committed. I should have drove eight from, hours. Like Toronto, Toronto's not, not a chance, you know. Yeah. I live um, in Toronto. That's not too far from me. You got you don't have a job. Yeah. For those that don't know, like I live in a really big city. I get a like we get a lot of movie options, which is awesome. Uh but we don't get any French dispatch options, so you know, that's a bit of a bummer. I don't get an IMAX option here, which is disappointing. I would have loved to see doing an IMAX. Yeah. I I could have saw an IMAX. I didn't, but honestly, like I, I got the front row, so it could have been IMAX and it wouldn't have fucking mattered. Well, yeah, what do you watch it when it's freaking <laughs> yeah. I, I went the day after. I went like 12 hours after you. It was a half full theater. I walked in the minute after it was supposed to start. Like, it was it was not an issue at all. Yeah. I had a seat. Yeah, unless it's like a movie that I really, really want to watch. Like, I, I really want to see Last Night in Soho opening night. Like, I just need to see this. But yeah, like, for something like Dune, I probably should have just waited the next day. Like, I, I'm wanted to see it but i wasn't like dying i could have waited another day and i probably would have gotten a better seat so you know it would have been a better experience it would have been a way better experience for sure yeah uh so you know good to know i i do think i'll start going the day after i think that's a good call 
Your afternoon shows also. I always yeah. go either afternoon on weekends or I go like weekday nights. And it's always like half full, not even. And it's great. Yeah. So we got one real story here to talk about, aside from you know Squid Game and Dune, an actual story here, Tristan, and that's the Alec Baldwin incident. I'm sure you've heard I of this. Yeah, uh, really a crazy story that uh, you know, a two people like us are just perfect to talk about, right, Tristan? Oh yeah, we're so knowledgeable about the situation. Yeah, um, we'll never, n- nothing we'll say here will ever be incorrect at all. Right, yeah, we're always correct. We we know everything. Exactly. Um, yeah, <laughs> which was very likely the French dispatch did get announced, uh, and I just missed it. But uh, almost certainly. you know, whatever I say on this podcast is canon, so that that definitely happened. But yeah, the Alec Baldwin incident, which I'm sure most people have heard about. Uh, I heard about it pretty early on, just because you know I'm on like film Twitter, and it got picked up pretty quickly. Um, but I was worried it wasn't going to be as viral as it ended up being. I feel like a lot of people have heard of this by now. But that for those yeah, that don't huge. know, yeah, for those that don't know, Alec Baldwin was told that the gun was cold and it was a prop gun, fired the gun, and ended up actually being loaded, and it killed the cinematographer. Um, and, and it also yeah, injured the uh, the director. Pretty devastating. Uh incidents to happen terrible i never even heard of this movie yeah it was just a terrible situation all around yeah um yeah i don't really know if there's much that we really can say have you heard anything about rust before this tristan were you aware of this movie no i don't think it was a very big movie being made i think i saw like you know a smaller action film or whatever uh i don't think it's probably ever gonna get finished now (laughs) yeah no i don't think we're ever gonna see this movie no, I don't think this movie's seen the light of day. Apparently, from what I've heard, and I think the big thing right now is, I think there's a lot of... We don't know very much information. You know, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's A lot of it's still locked behind, you know, closed lips. People aren't saying too much. Like, there's a lot of he say, she say going around of whether it was a live round or it was a blank or whatever it was, or, or you know, multiple other gunshots got fired off earlier in the day or earlier in shooting the film and you know, there's a lot of mistakes uh, that happen on this film. A lot of safety complaints. In fact, I heard—I don't know how true it is. Once again, because we don't know how true any of this is. Yeah. That the the woman who got shot, the cinematographer, made a complaint earlier that day about some other safety concern. You know, because there's so many safety concerns on the set that the ones voicing the safety concerns, and then she ended up getting. Yeah. Getting yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot um, to not know exactly. I believe. Well, once again, I don't know for sure, but from what I've seen from. A quick search of the film. The film is about someone who accidentally shoots someone, right? So uh, even that yeah, is just crazy on its that, own. That, that is the plot of the film. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a crazy coincidence that the plot is actually what happened. But yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot of gray area. I believe um, that a bunch of people left the sets like hours before. Like it was quite a big deal, like the use of safety that even crew left a few hours earlier like it was very clear that this was not a safe place to film a movie uh and so it's it's disaster that it happened but uh to some it seemed like it wasn't a huge surprise uh for some of the crew there so yeah hopefully yeah. we get more some information uh it's crazy i don't even know who we can necessarily blame for this uh for the incident i don't know uh, yeah, i guess well, I blame yeah. alec baldwin because he was the one who shot the gun but it was probably isn't his fault um because he's not the guy who checks the gun right you know what i mean yeah, like he has a prop master who who's in charge of making sure the gun's safe and everything, and the proper bolts are in it, and all that sort of stuff. It's not his job to check it. And in fact, if he if he were to check it, he'd probably get yelled at by his prop master for tampering with the gun. You know, right. I mean, it's not his job to do that. But he was also the producer, and that's where now the problem could fall on his shoulders. Right now, if you're the producer, you're the one who's in charge of the safety complaints and making sure all the safety concerns are dealt with and, you know, the safety protocols are followed on your set. So whether he was an actual producer and that is his, his, you know, under his, what he should be looking after or whether he was like an executive producer where it's more so just like a figurehead role so he can get a better contract on the back end, I don't know. And, you know, that that information is going to be necessary in order for us to tell if Alec Baldwin is at all in fault here or not. Um, But... Is he at fault for firing the gun? Absolutely not. The people at fault here are the producers who should have been in charge of the safety protocol, making sure things were followed. Yeah, the producers then, yeah, the guy that's in charge of the props, obviously, uh, 
a lot of blame would fall onto him. Uh, but even if Alec Baldwin comes out of this, uh, you know, he, they, they say, they, they clarify, it was the guy that did the props, he wasn't aware, he's not at fault here, uh, safety protocols aside. Do you, you think we'll ever see him in a movie again? I feel like that this might just be like the end of Baldwin. I feel like he hasn't done this, much this, before. This could be the end of it. Yeah, yeah, I feel like uh, even if he is, and this is just the story that has now come from this, you know, why, yeah. like, yeah, just keep, yeah, no, I would not want to be on a set, uh, even if he's innocent, uh, with Alec Baldwin. I feel like it'd be a little, ner- you know. It's uh, just, at it's least he'll end his, his career on a high note with Boss Baby 2 being his final movie <laughs> oh the theatrical released, <laughs> um, which is really the way he was hoping to go out. I, I forgot. I forgot he did Boss Baby. That's, yeah. that's wild. I forget. Yeah, I forget. I really blocked that out of my memory. I forgot all about Boss How Baby too. Uh, no one's picked it for the podcast, so I never plan on watching this again. So, well, not even again, ever. I've never seen it. Is that, is that a challenge? No, it's not a challenge. That's just me I letting you know. <laughs> no, it's just me saying, I really don't... like. It's probably one of the only animated films that is not produced by Illumination that I just have absolutely no interest in like it's just none this is not my kind of movie uh and i can say that i was anti alec baldwin first because of that because yeah i can't stand that movie so you know i I was here first tristan i saw some people tweeting out how snl should get trump to play alec baldwin on the skits and i think that would be fantastic (laughs) a good role reversal yeah that would be really good actually um and he would also he'd also do a great fucking it'd be hilarious yeah, he would kill it. He would kill it. Yeah, it'd be so um, funny. Yeah, so, you know, that that's pretty much everything on my end. We don't have too much to say about the Alec Baldwin situation, but hopefully uh, we kind of get all that resolved. Uh, absolutely terrible what happened to the cinematographer. I looked up the films that she's done before, and, you know, I might check one of them out. So I've never heard of any of them, but uh, just terrible. She seemed so young, and uh, especially if what you said was true, where she tried to... Uh, mention the safety concerns uh, that that's definitely you know a, not a great sign yeah that's for sure yeah so uh, that's everything on mine anything else you wanted to talk about tristan uh anything on top of mind no that's it anything else uh regarding dune uh do you want to recommend people go out and watch in the theater i most definitely would recommend watching this one in the theater it was was definitely a real great cinematic experience I think Dune is going to be one of those franchises like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars. It's going to go down as a uh, an absolutely massive blockbuster hit, a massive blockbuster franchise. I think we're going to see much more than just one more Dune movie in the franchise. I think we're going to get quite a few. Yeah, would you say this is your favorite theatrical experience so far this year? I feel like I haven't actually had a good theatrical experience yet. Like, not saying that, like, like Dune was actually a bad experience, and then any other film before that is just, you know, it's just like watching a movie in a theater. Um I'm yeah, hoping. I would, absolutely, I, I would I would pick this so far as the best theatrical experience of the year. Yeah, I was hoping that would be the case for me with Dune, but now I'm hoping it's last night in Soho. Uh, next week, let's hope hope that that's gonna be uh, the big. I really experience. think it was mostly your seat that I made Dune not that experience for you. I really think it was having us in the front row. No, I I I absolutely do too, because like the score be like just blasting out was epic. Uh, like there's definitely stuff I liked, but it was all visual for me where i was like uh this, this does not look as good as i was hoping um so yeah, you i can't watch so. the movie the furrow it's brutal i remember me you and welling watched deadpool that way for the first time and you can't watch a movie like that it's awful it, it's terrible it, it was it really did ruin it for me but they shouldn't have seats up there they really what's shouldn't. the point yeah oh we won't sell like five more tickets but those five people that did buy those tickets are now walking away going that was a waste of my money and they might be less inclined to go to the theaters right like why have that row why yeah, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah, like... Oh, whatever. I don't run the theater, so I don't know what's going on. But yeah, a really... It's still, from what I saw, it's still a really solid film. I would still recommend it to the theaters. Just make sure you don't get the front row, and you guys are good to go. But yeah, anyways, that's everything. Have a fantastic day, guys.